ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೋ ಭುನಸ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮೃದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ Open page 13, let us read from verse 24. Purodhasam cha mukhyam maam, purodhasam cha mukhyam maam, vidhipartha bhaspatim, vidhipartha bhaspatim, sena nina maham skandaha, sena nina maham skandaha, sarasamasmisagaraha, ಸರಸಾಮಸ್ಮಿ ಸಾಗರ ಮಹರ್ಷೀಣಾಂಭೃಗುರಹಂ ಮಹರ್ಷೀಣಾಂಭೃಗುರಹಂ ಗಿರಾಮಸ್ಮೇಕಮಕ್ಷರಂ ಗಿರಾಮಸ್ಮೇಕಮಕ್ಷರಂ ಯಜ್ಞಾಪಯಜ್ಞಾಪಯಜ್ಞಾಸ್ಮಿ ಸ್ಥಾವರಾಂ ಹಿಮಾಲಯ ಸ್ಥಾವರಾಂ ಹಿಮಾಲಯ ಅಶ್ವತ್ಥಸರ್ವೃಕ್ಷಾಣಿಚಿತ್ರಥಿಲೋಮುನಿಧಾನಿಧಾನಿಧಾನಿಧಾನಿಧಾನಿಧಾನ
Among the horses, I'm a Cheshros, a flying horse. Among the elephants, I'm a Ravata, a white elephant with four tusks. They're all divine things. So these are two of those very special objects that were, that were obtained when they were churning the milky ocean. So once upon a time this occasion arose when the gods and the demons, both of them, had a joint project of, of, uh, of uh, getting uh, or finding the nectar or ambrosia from the ocean. Because that's what they were told, so that's what the ambrosia is. Because if devatas got, devatas had some kind of a curse. I mean, I don't know how many verses we have, but anyway, a few stories will tell you today. <laughs> Indra is the god of devatas, I mean, he is the king of all the gods, and uh, he has elephant called Airavata. He was once going, I mean, no, uh, on his elephant Airavata. At that time, he, his great sage, his name was Durvasas. He happened to come along. And this sage Durvasas had a very fragrant and very special garland of flowers which was given to him by somebody. It was so beautiful and so fragrant that Durvasas was coming with that garland and he saw Indra on his elephant and somehow Durvasas felt, uh, you know, very pleased with Indra and said, here it is, my prasada, here is a garland. So garland is given to Indra. Whatever happened to Indra, I guess, he's a, he's a king of all the gods riding on the elephant and he didn't think much of this garland even though it was so beautiful and he put it on the trunk of his elephant. And the garland and the flowers were so fragrant that so many bees came that this elephant was much, you know, bothered by them. And then the elephant did not know what to do, therefore the elephant took that garland and it stuck in its, in its uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the trunk rather, and tore the pieces and threw it away, just because he wanted to be saved from those bees. And say Durvasa saw this, the fate of the garland that he gave to Indra, and he was not happy at all. He cursed Indra, he says, you, you have insulted me. All right, I curse you that you and all the gods will lose all your divinity, all your brilliance, all your valor you will lose. So devutas are called amara, they are supposed to be immortal beings, but then because of the curse of the sage, all of them started to go old and dilapidated and lost, you know, they started losing their power. And the demons found this was a good occasion, and so they started attacking them and harassing them. And so these poor devotees did not know what to do, how to, how to get, I mean, get back their strength. <coughs> so they went to Brahma, the creator, and Brahma with them went to Vishnu. All solutions of the problems are found with Vishnu. He is a preserver, you know, so he has to maintain the order. So every solution must be found there. And so Lord Vishnu told them, all right, the only way that you can revive your youth and strength and, and majesty back is that if you can drink of ambrosia, except that the ambrosia is at the bottom of this ocean and you have to retrieve it and for that you must churn the ocean. Churn the ocean, imagine. These poor devatas, the gods have become so weak, says we don't have the power to churn. He says, don't worry, you seek the help of the demons. But how can our demons won't help us? 
Because in fact, we want to become again strong and immortal so that we can overpower the demons. How can you seek the help of demons in that project? Because you, you have a contract with them, an agreement with them, that you share his ambrosia with them. Then you, once ambrosia comes out, we'll see what to do with it. <laughs> Not very fair, but anyway, this is how it was. Don't think it started in Mahabharata. <laughs> Lord Krishna is, inca- is incarnation of Vishnu. That's where everything is, you know. Because if you have to maintain the order, sometimes you have to bend the law sometimes. Anyway, so this, then the devotas went to the demons and made a proposal that uh, we understand that there is this ambrosia at the bottom of the ocean and that you bring it out by churning the ocean <coughs> and that you join us in the task. So demons thought, all right, why should demons join them? You know what they thought among themselves, within themselves? All right, let us join them. Once the ambrosia comes up, we'll see what to do with it. The demons had their own plan also. Which of course Lord Vishnu was turned on. Anyway, how to churn the ocean? You require a huge churning rod. And therefore, they had this mandara, a huge mountain, Mount Mandara was selected as a churning rod. They requested the mount to come, the mountain came. Except that when the mountain was placed in the ocean, it just sank because of its weight and therefore it must be supported. Again Lord Vishnu came to the rescue, rescue. He became a huge tortoise and on his back he supported this whole mountain. Will you require the, the rope to turn this? So what will form, what will become the rope? So a great snake, his name was Vasuki, this Vasuki was selected as a rope. And with that, they started churning. So Devutas, the gods, took the side of the mouth of the rope, I mean mouth of the snake, one end, and gave the Asuras, the demons, the tail side. So this was, wait a minute, you are doing the tail side? We are not inferior, we must have the head side. All right. So demons were doing the head side of the, the serpent, and the, the, the guards are in the tail side of the serpent and they started churning. You know the head side means what? The serpent is poisonous. And so all the poisonous fumes were coming out and these stupid fellows, you know, were really bothered by it. But anyway, this went on. So as this churning went on, lots of what they call jewels, as many as 14 different jewels came out. So the ocean is called Ratnakara. Is the is a mine of jewels, precious jewels. And so fourteen precious things came out from the ocean in the process of churning. And one of them was this Uchaishras, the flying horse, he came out. <coughs> this was given to Indra. Each one was given to different people. Another one that came out, Ayurayata also, this this elephant also came out. And so very special elephant, very divine, that also was going to Indra, he became the vehicle of Indra. <coughs> so Lord Krishna here says that, I am the Uchai Shravas, among all the horses, among Iravata, among all the elephants. <coughs> Naram Chandaravikam, among the elephants, among the, among the men, I am the king. So Lord Krishna is among the human beings, among men, I am the king. King is called Raja. So Raja is called Raja, one with a special luster. So King is the one who always shines among the, among the subjects and therefore he is something, someone special. He must have also performed some very special virtuous acts in order to really deserve becoming a king 
Lord Krishna says, the king is my glory. Among all the human beings, I am the king. Okay. Then continuing. Ayudhana maham vajram Ayudhana maham vajram Dhenu namasmi kamadhuka Dhenu namasmi kamadhuka Prajanasyasmi kandarpaha Prajanasyasmi kandarpaha Sarpanamasmi vasukihi Sarpanamasmi vasukihi Ayudhanam aham vajram among the weapons, I am Vajra. Vajra is a thunderbolt, that's the weapon of Indra. And this also is a history of how this particular weapon, thunderbolt, came into being. Indra always had a lot of problems, because of course he had to defend. He was the king of God, and then he was always subject to attacks by demons. So yesterday I was telling you this story of how the teacher of Indra, Brahaspati disappeared because he was hurt. And then in his place, his other priest uh, was installed there. <coughs> Vishwarupa, that's another priest that was installed. As he said, this fellow, one ahudu, one oblation is due for the devutas, other oblation is due for the demons. That's the reason why devutas could not quite find, you know, they could not quite defeat the demons. And then Indra came to know that this fellow is cheating. Even though present to be on our side, in fact he is fearing the demons, and therefore his head was chopped off. His father, whose name was the father of Vishwarupa, his name was Trashta. When he came to know that his son has been killed by Indra, he got very upset. And he vowed that I will make sure that Indra is killed. He could not kill Indra, therefore he wanted to beget a son who would be powerful enough to kill Indra. And therefore he performed a very special yaga, very special sacrificial ceremony to get to beget a son. And that ceremony was performed with a special resolve. Indra Shatru, Shatru means the enemy, Indra Shatru means enemy of, the, of Indra. So let this yada bring about a son who is Shatru, enemy of Indra. Except the story goes, Indra Shatru. So now, this, this is a compound word, Indra Shatru. Indra means Indra, Shatru means enemy. If this compound is called a Shatru, in a compound, its meaning is Indra Shatru, the enemy of Indra. So this we'll see later how this particular compound Tatpurusha in Sanskrit is, is the, uh, has the second word which is predominant. So uh, this compound has these two uh, words, you know, first word and the second word. Different compounds have different, uh, so Uttarapadartha Pradhanaha Tatpurusha. Tatpurusha is the Pradhanyam, the predominance, importance of the second word. So, Indra Shatru, Indra Shatru, the enemy of Indra. The enemy is important one. However, the same word can also mean Bahuvrihi. If it is resolved in a different way, then Bahuvrihi is the one in which the third word, altogether the third one is Pradhan. Indraha Shatruhu, Yasyasaha, Indra Shatruhu. The one for whom Indra is the enemy. Understand? And so, Anyapadasa Pradhanaha Bahurihi. 
who is the one in the Anya. Other than these two is the Pradhana, is the important word. That means this Bahuvihi compound will mean an entity different from these two words. Tat Purusha Samasa would mean an entity which is implied by a second word. Whereas Bahuvihi compound will mean imply an entity meant to be different from both of these. So Indra Shatruhu, Indra Shatruhu Yashifaha, one form Indra is a Shatru. Now when you utter this word in the mantra, where the emphasis is laid? This is an example classically given as to how the Veda mantras must be chanted with proper intonation. If you don't chant them with proper intonation, they can bring about results that can be hurt, harming. So this is an example that is cited. So while this Trashta was just performing this Yaga, Indra Shatru, rather than emphasizing the second word Shatru, in which case would have named the Tatpurusha Pada. He emphasized the first word, in which case it meant the Bahuvri compound. And so the sun that came out did not be, would not be killer of Indra, but would one way to kill the Indra. So that was Vrutrasa. A great demon came out, the enemy of Indra, but then, so this mistake was made by, by chanting the mantra. Anyway, and this Vrutrasa was a demon who could not be killed by anybody as usual. And so Indra, he defeated everybody. No god could overpower him. And so again Indra went to Brahma and said, what should we do? He said, all right, he can be killed only by a weapon called thunderbolt. How to make that weapon? That weapon should be made from the bones of a particular sage whose name was Dadhiji. Go to Dadhiji, go to this sage. He's performing penance. And he has dedicated his life to the welfare of all the beings and therefore if you request him, he may oblige you by giving his bones from which you can make this weapon. Indra went to Dadhichi and, and requested him. Dadhichi said, okay, I have nothing, no agenda left for myself, fine, you can take this body, you can take my bones and make the weapon. That's the first reported case of what we call Dehadanam. So today, nowadays there is this practice of donating the body. This is the first case, perhaps, you know, who donated the body. And because of the penance which was performed for a number of years, what happens to the yogis is that their bones become stronger and stronger and stronger. All the strength goes to the bones. And so the bones of this yogi were so powerful, was so strong, that his weapon was made, called thunderbolt, which is, which is what the religion means, as hard as diamond, you know, or as hard as steel. And this kind of weapon was made with which Indra could kill this Rutrasa. So it is this weapon, Ayudhanam Aham Vajram. Lord Krishna says, among all the weapons, I am Vajra, I am the uh, thunderbolt. Dhanunam Asmi Kamasuk. Among all the cows, I am the Kamasuk. So Kamasuk, that means one who gives you whatever is desired. Kam is the desire. So the one from whom you can milk your desired one, that's called Kamadhuk. Kamam Dodhuri Kamadhuk. So here is a cow which is what we call wish fulfilling cow. So that is also one of the precious things that came out from churning, you know, this wish fulfilling cow, Kamadhuk. And lots of stories about the Kamadhuk also. But one of the famous stories about Kamadhin is that this cow was going to save your sister. And he was in his hermitage because the sages also require, like Guru Kama requires support, you know. So therefore, this Kamadhuk 
this wish-fulfilling cow was going to save your sister first so he could support his Gurukulam. And it seems that once upon a time a king whose name was Vishwamitra had gone to forest for hunting and then he with his huge army, all of them, you know, were exhausted at the end of the day and then they were looking for a place to rest and somebody reported, here is a hermitage, maybe we can take rest there. And so when Sage Vasishtha and his disciples came to know that this king Vishwamitra has come with his army, they were all welcome there. Not only that, but they were invited to have their food and everything there. He said, hey, you are just, this is just a hermitage. How can you feed thousands of us? Don't worry, we'll do that. And all of them were fed with all kinds of wonderful food. And this, this king Vishwamitra was mightily pleased. But he says, how did the sage get this? Then it was reported to him that the sage has a special, as a, a divine cow, wish-fulfilling cow. Then this king wanted that cow. So say, after all this Brahman, what does he want this cow for? I am the king, I need it because I have to support my subjects and therefore I am the one rightfully who should have this cow. So he requested the sage Vasistha to give him that cow. Vasistha did not oblige him. And this king was upset, he says, what? And that's how he forcefully wanted to take the cow away. And then what happened? From the different limbs of the cow, ferocious soldiers came out, fighters, warriors came out, and they all started fighting against the army of, uh, of uh, Vishwamitra and drove them away. So this the cow can do both, you know. So she could fulfill wish both ways. So that's the story. That she's supposed to be the first cow of which all the cows are descendants. This Kamadhuk or this is the, so Kamadhenu. She also called Surabhi. Her name is Nandini. So that's the first cow. Supposed to be all the cows are the descendants. So among all the cows, I'm the Kamadhenu, Kamadhuk. Prajanascasmi Kandarpaha. And Prajana, Kandarpa. Kandarpa, of course, you know, is Cupid. Is the god of passion. So, god of love, I should say. So, Kandarpa. Lord Krishna says, Prajanascasmi Kandarpa. But I am the, I am also the Kama. I am the very Kama, which is the cause of progeny. That Kama can also become the lust. It can become also lust also, and that can also become the, the cause for all kinds of indulgence. But here Lord Krishna says, that karma, that very, uh, the passion, which is the cause for progeny, that I am. So Lord Krishna seems to think that progeny is important. And that is how the, one of the important purposes of the man and woman getting married is that they should have progeny. That's how the lineage continues. In the Vedic times, anyway, the disciples had advised, this way were the, were the teachers also. Acharya priyam dhamarutya prajadandum maamirachetsihi. So when the disciples were leaving the Gurukulam, and when this valedictory message is given, when they were told, amongst many other things, that alright, when you go out then and start earning, make sure that you return to the teacher appropriate wealth for support of his work, and also, then make sure that your lineage is not broken. That means that you should also have the progeny. <coughs> so therefore, begetting progeny, begetting child, is considered to be an important and a sacred act, as a matter of fact. And that is why that 
that karma, which is the cause of that, Lord Krishna says, I am. Sarpanamasmi Vasukihi. Among the snakes, I am Vasuki. You know which Vasuki? The one that became the churning, the, the rope for the churning rod. You imagine how huge, how long must be. Vasuki is a very long snake. He's supposed to be king of snakes. So when these gods went and requested the Mount Mandara, he came. When they went and requested the snake Vasuki to come, he would not oblige them. So they had to send somebody to actually bring Vasuki. So they sent Garuda. Garuda is, means the eagle. He is the vehicle of Lord Vishnu. So Garuda was sent to bring Vasuki. Because they had to be brought. And somebody must be powerful enough to bring that snake here. So Garuda was rather haughty. He was a little... He was of course, he's a wonderful one. But still in this case, he must have a little bit of arrogance. So then he came to Vasuki and said, well, Sarge invited that they want to churn this ocean and they are in need of this churning rope and therefore please come. And they are in a great hurry. He says, well, if they are in a hurry, then maybe you should carry me, you know. Because snake takes his own time to reach there, you know, and therefore, if you are in a hurry, you can carry me. Garuda says, says, oh, sure, I will do that. So what he did is in his beak, he lifted this snake from the middle. He lifted. And he started rising in the sky. The idea is so the snake will be hanging from his beak and he would then carry him. Except he kept on rising and rising and rising and rising. But then snake, you know, still. His tail was kept still on the ground and he kept on rising all the way. And his tail was still on the ground. And this Garuda could not bring him because he was so long. However high he rose. That's how Vasuki is. And therefore, he would not come. There was no way to bring him. Other devatas also could not help. Then they all went to Lord Shiva and requested him to help them. So Lord Shiva stretched out his hand where Vasuki was. And that snake Vasuki became a little snake, became a bangle sort of, you know, on the arm of Lord Shiva. And then he was brought here. Again he became long when they wanted to use him as Returning rope. So Vasuki is a, there are many stories about Vasuki, a divine snake. So Lord Krishna says, among the snakes, I am Vasuki because he manifests some very outstanding glory of mine. <coughs> Continuing in the next verse. Anantaschasminaganam Anantaschasminaganam Varunoyadasamaham Varunoyadasamaham Pitrunamaryamachasmi Pitrunamaryamachasmi Yamasanyamatamaham Yamasanyamatamaham Naga means cobras. So the snakes are of two class. One are called snakes, of whom the king is Vasuki. Others are the cobras, of whom the king is Ananta. So among all the, the snakes, which are classified as cobras, I am Ananta. That's the way, that's the king. A very special one again. Again, with great powers. Ananta. You know, he's the one who forms the bed. So Lord, Lord Vishnu reclines on his serpent bed. Who is a serpent? That's the Ananta. 
So you can imagine how fortunate and how sacred he must be to become from the maid of Lord Narayana himself. He is also called Shesha. Shesha means residue. When the whole universe, you know, that I am prelaya or dissolution, when the whole universe is swallowed up at that time, only thing that remains is him. That's called Shesha, the residue. He is called Ananta. Where is Ananta means one who is without the end. He is without the end and that he becomes a very, very bad meaning Adhisthanam, substratum for the Lord. So that means Ananta means Brahman also. So Brahman means Ananta. That also because he is a very substratum for the Lord. So this Ananta is the, among all the cobras, I am Ananta. <coughs> he has 1000 heads by the way. 1000 heads. And this cobra has over two tongues. Two tongues. So he has 2000 tongues. And he is a great devotee of the Lord. All the time he is singing the glories of the Lord. That's all he does. Except that he keeps on singing the glories of the Lord with 2000 tongues. Even then the glory of the Lord being infinite. There is no end to them. But that's how he uses his 1,000 mouths and 2,000 tongues in singing the glories of the Lord. <coughs> so he's a great devotee of the Lord. Anintas Chasminagana, very often he accompanies the Lord in his exploits. So when Lord incarnated as Rama, then this Ananta, he, he also got incarnated as Lakshmana, the younger brother. So in that incarnation he became younger brother and Lord was elder brother. So next incarnation is Krishna. Krishna became younger brother, he became the elder brother, so Balarama is said to be also the incarnation of Ananta. So he is called Amsha, he is in fact, he is called Amsha or a part of Lord himself. Anantaschasminaganam Varuna Yadasamaham I the gods of water, I am a particular god called Varuna. So Varuna is a devata, a god appointed as the god of the water and all the aquatic animals. <coughs> Pitrunam Aryama Chasmi. Among the Pitru there remains, I am Aryama, who is the Raja of the king. So I am Aryama among all the Pitrus. Yamas Sanyamatamaham. I am the Yama among those who discipline. Lord Krishna says, I am the Yama. Yama is well known as the Lord of Death, as a matter of fact. But basically, what word Yama means that one who keeps everything under control. And so, there is one place where there is no partiality. That law is impartial. So, Yama is the one, the Lord of death is the one, who gives the results of the actions in keeping with the what the people deserve. And therefore, there is no influence there. Once the death comes, Yama is the one who takes the jiva or the soul to its right place. And therefore, he keeps everything under control. There is justice there. So, he always imparts justice. That is Yamaha. Okay, continuing in the next verse. Pralladaschasmidaityanam Pralladaschasmidaityanam Kalah kalayatamaham Kalah kalayatamaham Mruganam chamrugendroham Mruganam chamrugendroham Vainate yascha pakshinam Vainate yascha pakshinam See the translation of the verses I didn't change, I didn't quite see that. But the translation of this verse is found in the bottom of the next verse. 
ఐ ఆమ్ ప్రహ్లాద ఇన్ ద ఫ్యామిలీ ఆఫ్ దిటి ప్రహ్లాదాస్మదైత్యాపతి కశ్యప ప్రజాపతి అండ్ ది సన్స్ ఆఫ్ దిత్యర్ గో దైత్య సో అమంగ్ ఆల్ ద డీమన్స్ లార్డ్ కృష్ణ దీవన్ డీమన్స్ ఆర్ ఆల్సో మై గ్లోరీస్ అమంగ్ ఆల్ ద డీమన్స్ ఐ ఆమ్ ప్రహ్లాద సన్ ఆఫ్ హిరణ్య కశ్యపుడు వెరీ బ్యూటిఫుల్ నేమ్ ప్రకర్షణ లాభేది ఆనందేది సో వన్ గ్యూస్ పరమ సాత్వికత్వేన బికాస్ యుస్ ప్యూర్ సో ప్రహ్లాద ఈజ్ అన్ ఎక్సలెంట్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్ yesterday the children were singing samitadapanda taught them this song and one of the lines was kirtaniya yato balyat harer nama eva kevam therefore since hari nama the name of the lord alone is that which will save everybody var kirtaniyam yato balyat therefore from childhood one should sing the name of the lord that was one of the lines there and prahlada is an it is a great illustration of this in the prallada uh, started listening to glory to the lord even when he was in, in the womb of his mother so he was a son of hiranyakashipu and uh, while he was still his mother was pregnant at that time his father that hiranyakashipu went into the forest for penance because his elder brother hiranyaksha was killed by lord vishnu and hiranyakashipu was very angry he wanted to take revenge and so he wanted to get the power for that he went to forest for performing penance and when he went away to penance the gods indra and others for a good opportunity they came and attacked and they carried away his wife also then sage narada was see sage narada has very important roles to perform sage narada was coming and he saw these these fellows his gods taking away even the wife of hiranyakashipu and so prahlada asks of indra he says what are you doing just are you taking her with you he says yes he says no no she's pregnant don't take her with you let her come with me and that's how that woman then went to the hermitage of sage narada and sage narada sings the glory to the lord every day so even while he was in the womb and even he was growing all the time was listening to the glories of the lord and thus he turned out to be one of the greatest the greatest devotees of the lord this is one devotee in whom there is nothing left to be desired purest one who had no kamana no desires at all a selfless devotee of the lord prahlada and so among all the deities among all the demons i am prahlada and of course a long story of prahlada but one of the most beautiful stories <coughs> ప్రహ్లాదాస్మదైత్యాండింగ్ంగ్రౌండింగ్బడి everybody is is born with a certain number of tick 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 you know so the heart is ticking away like a time bomb when the right time comes then the kala make sure that you know so time bomb so kala kalayatam hum among those who are counting on kala mrugaanam chamrugendraham 
among all the animals, I am Rogendra, the king of the animals. There is a lion. I am the lion among the all animals. Sometimes they even talk of tiger. So I am the tiger or the lion. I am lion among all the animals. Vainateyasya Pakshinam. Among the birds, I am Vainateya, the son of Vinata. His Garuda, again, we talked about Garuda, the eagle, who is the vehicle of Lord Narayana. He was son of Vinata. Vain, and therefore he is called Vainateya, son of Vinata. <coughs> you know, this, this is interesting again. He was the son of Vinata. This, this, this sage Kashyapa was Prajapati, who was a creator, had among others these two wives, Vinata and Kadru. These are the two wives. You know, some competition is always going on. Now, so once the sage was very pleased with both of them and asked them, what is it that you want? So then this Kadru said, I want one thousand sons. So he said, either you can have one thousand sons or you can have just, you know, two sons, but very powerful. So Vinata chose this. She said, I will have two sons, but very powerful. Other one said, I will have one thousand sons. Okay, the boon was given. And then both of them were pregnant. And then both of them laid eggs, apparently, you know. And these eggs were kept in a warm receptacle for hatching. This went on for 500 years. And all those eggs, 1,000 eggs, they all hatched. And 1,000 children, all the snakes came out of them. So she and all her children were snakes, her Kadru's children. <coughs> so even though 500 years passed, these other two eggs of Vinata did not hatch. So she was very sad. Look, she saw Kadru, the other one, playing with the children and everything, and still she did not have children, so she was missing. So what she did is, she took one of the eggs and broke it open. Unfortunately, came out a child, half-developed child. So child had developed up to the middle, but the legs were not there yet. So it's called Aruna, that's one son, Aruna. He was upset with his mother. He says, how can you do this? I mean, you know, uh, look look what you have done to me. And he cursed the mother. He said, you will become a slave of this other woman. He went away. He became the vehicle of sun, Surya. So Aruna is a vehicle of Surya. Anyway, now uh, Vinata knew, therefore she waited for another 500 years. But then Aruna said, okay, you'll be enslaved all right. But the other son that will be there, he will again save you from that. He will redeem you from that slavery. So she waited five years. But before, in the meantime, what happened is, these two women once had some kind of a bet, I guess. This the horse that we talked about, Cheshravas, that flying horse, white horse, about that they had this kind of a debate. Not debate, but they had, what do you call it? Uh, a, a bet? Alright. So, uh, this Vinata says that his tail is white. What's the color of the tail of a horse? Vinata says his tail is white. Kadru says his tail is black. White and black. Alright, we'll verify. And whoever turns out to be wrong, will become the slave of the other one. This was the condition. This was the stake. And you know, this, in the meantime, this Kadru, she asked her children, they were all snakes, go 
and hang on the tail of this horse. They're all black snakes, they hung there. So when they went to Cheshwas to verify what was the color of the tail, it looked like the color was black. Vinita lost. She became the slave. This is how she became the slave of this other woman. And then they would really uh, boss over her, you know, the children and the mother and so forth. So then after 500 years, this Garuda was born and then he redeemed her mother from the slavery by getting whatever they wanted. They wanted a pot of ambrosia. This is, uh, I, uh, Garuda asked them, says, what do you want? So that my mother can be redeemed from the slavery. They said, bring us the ambrosia. Ambrosia is in the heavens. So Garuda went there and he was going to fight with the Devakas to bring that. Ultimately, Indra first started fighting with him but found that he could not be resisted. He became his friend and Garuda said, See, I don't want ambrosia for myself. I just want it for these people. I want to redeem my mother from slavery. Indra said, Okay, take it. Take it to them. Whether they can have it or not, is I will take care. So the pot of ambrosia was brought and given to them. But at that time, something happened and these people had to go away, this, this, all the snakes. In the meantime, Indra came and stole the pot away again. So anyway, but since the condition was fulfilled, the mother was redeemed from slavery. This Garuda then, he, he performed the penance and he prayed to the Lord. So Lord offered him the boon and he said, what do you want? Oh Lord, I want to become your vehicle. So then Garuda became the vehicle of the Lord. So among all the birds, I am Vainate, I am the Garuda, I am eagle. <coughs> Then the next verse, they said, Pavanaf Pavatamasmi, Pavanaf Pavatamasmi, Rama Shastra Bhutamaham, Rama Shastra Bhutamaham, Jashanam Makaraschasmi, Jashanam Makaraschasmi, Srotasamasmi Janavi, Srotasamasmi Janavi. The translation is the uh, below verse 30 there. Among the purifiers, I am air. So air purifiers. Among all the purifiers, I am Pavanaha, air. Rama, Shastra Bhutamaham, I am Rama among those who bear the weapons. Of course, Rama is well known. Rama, there are three Ramas actually. One is Parashurama, other is Dasharati Rama, third is Balarama. But Shankarajar feels that this refers to Dasharati Rama, son of Dasharatha, Rama. Because he destroyed the whole clan of all the Rakshasas, and that's why he is, he is a great, one of the greatest prowess. Lord says, that is my glory. He is himself actually. But that aspect of Rama is the glory of the Lord. Yashanam Makarashasmi, among all the fish or aquatic creatures, I am Makaraha, I am the shark or crocodile, whatever. Among the rivers, I am Ganga, the most exalted. Among the rivers, Janavi. So Ganga has many names. One of the names is Janavi, the, the daughter of the sage Jannu. <coughs> Ganga has her own story, you know, history yesterday, we told you part of it, as to how it was necessary to bring the Ganges from the heavens to perform the funeral rites of those 60,000 sons of Sagara, and that's how she came down. But she was very arrogant. And so she said, do you realize that when I fall from the heavens, this is supposed to be the river of the gods? And if I fall from the heavens, who can uh, withstand the force? 
So only one who can withstand my force when I fall down is Lord Shiva. And so again that Bhagiratha performed penance and Lord Shiva was pleased and Indra received his metal lock and she started flowing and again she flooded and the is I mean this king Bhagir Bhagiratha was leading the Ganges on his chariot and Ganges was following him. He wanted to take her where those people where those oasis were. And so he's, he's going ahead. He looks back, there's no Ganga. What happened? Because she was drank away by the sage Janu. Again he had to pray to Lord the sage Janu. And then she was brought out from his ears. And then she started flowing. So this is called Janavi, amongst other names. So among the rivers, I am Janavi, I am the Ganges. Then continuing. Sargana Madhirantascha Sargana Madhirantascha Madhyam Chaivaha Marjuna Madhyam Chaivaha Marjuna Adhyatma Vidya Vidyanam Adhyatma Vidya Vidyanam Vadaf Pravadatamaham Vadaf Pravadatamaham Sarganam Adhirantascha I am, the, I am the beginning, the end and the preservation of all the worlds. Beginning, middle and end of all the creation, Sarga. Adhyatma Vidya Vidyana, among all the knowledge, I am the self-knowledge. Among Vidyana, among all forms of knowledge, I am the Adhyatma Vidya. Adhyatma means that which is centered upon Atma, it's called Adhyatma. Adhyatma Vidya, the knowledge centered upon the self. Among all the knowledge, I am the self-knowledge. Paravidya and aparavidya. So this knowledge is called paravidya. Or knowledge of whose subject matter is para or the limitless. Aparavidya, others are all the knowledges which are the subject matter which apara or inferior. Because this is the means of moksha, moksha liberation. The means of achieving the ultimate goal of the human being. Vada pravadatamaham. Among Vada, among the discussions, I am called Vada. So, Lord Krishna here says, see, in every class of things, His glory. Among the kinds of discussions, I am a discussion which is called Vada. See, when we discuss, three kinds of discussions are there, at least. Nyaya Shastra describes three kinds of discussions. Vada, Jalpa and Vitanda. So when discussion takes place among the uh, equal, with an open mind and with a desire to discover or desire to arrive at what is the truth, so when those who are discussing among themselves with an open mind, with no preconceived notion, with a desire to arrive at the truth, then that discussion is called vada. Or also the kind of discussion that takes place between the teacher and the student is also called vada. Or even samvada as between Lord Krishna and Arjuna. Well, sometimes discussions take place and in discussion sometimes unfair means are also employed. You use a word which may have more than one meaning and thus you can confuse the fellow. So, it is possible also to use in discussions, employ certain methods which may not be fair in order to prove yourself right. So, when the two parties are discussing, each one of them wedded to their own opinion and will go to whatever length necessary to prove themselves right. So that kind of discussion is called Jalpa. And there is a third kind of a discussion where 
I will prove the other fellow wrong. That's all. You know, I have nothing to prove. But I will prove other person wrong. That's called Vitanda. So Lord Krishna says, among all the, these three kinds of discussions, I am Vada, because that is a means of determining the truth. <coughs> the next verse. Aksharanamakarosmi Aksharanamakarosmi Dvandvasama Sikasyacha Dvandvasama Sikasyacha Ahamevakshayah Kalaha Ahamevakshayah Kalaha Dhataham Vishvato Mukaha Dhataham Vishvato Mukaha Aksharanam Akarosmi Among all the letters I am A, uh, the first letter which we said earlier also, which is like the gold which forms all the ornaments. So letter A is that from which all the rest of the letters are made and therefore the whole speech ultimately has its being in the letter A. So Lord Krishna says, among all the letters, I am the letter A or A. Among the compounds, we talked about the compound just a few minutes ago, I am Dvandva. As I said, there is a compound called Tatpurusha where the second word is important. There is a compound which is called Bhavrihi uh, where the word other than these two is important. There is a compound called Avyayi Bhava where the first word is important. Of the two words, Avyayi Bhava, first word is important. In Tatpurusha, second word is important. Bhavrihi, other than these two is important. There's a fourth compound called Dvandva, but both are equally important. So Lord Krishna says, among the samas or the compounds, I am Dvandva. You must have heard the story Rameshwara, you know. The story you must have heard anyway. Dvandva samasikasya aham evakshah kalah. I am the time which is akshaya, which is imperishable. Time is that in the influence of everything perishes, but time itself is imperishable. Or you can say time also perishes. But then that which does not perish, that is the consciousness, the very self. So I am the self is akshayaha, imperishable. Dhataham vishvatomukhaha. Dhata means karma faladhata, the one who dispenses all the results of the actions. That's the all pervasive, that's what I am. And then further, Lord Krishna says, Mrityu Sarvaharaschaham Mrityu Sarvaharaschaham Udbhavascha Bhavishyadam Udbhavascha Bhavishyadam Kirti Shreerwakchanarinam Kirti Shreerwakchanarinam Smritir Medhadhriti Hikshaman Smritir Medhadhriti Hikshaman Locked is I am death Mrukti Aham, I am the death. Sarvahara. So I am the death that takes away everything. That is also my glory. There are things that take away things from us. Like robbers also take away things. Thieves also take away things. Disease also takes away things. There are things that take away things from us. But death is the one that takes away everything. So Lord Krishna says, I am the death. Sarvahara that takes away everything. Or I am the one who takes the whole universe unto me at the time of pralaya. But rather than that, I am the death that takes away everything. So Lord Krishna says, death also is my glory. I alone come in the form of death to take everything away. 
ऑफकोर्स पीपल डोंट वॉन्ट टू डाई बिकॉज दे डोंट अंडरस्टैंड दे डोंट रियलाइज दैट ऑल दे आर गिविंग अप इन इज बॉडी विच एज सर्व इट्स पर्पज दैट बी गिवन अव क्लॉथ दे डोंट अंडरस्टैंड दैट बट आई एम दन टेक्स ऑफ द ओल्ड क्लॉथ विच ऑल्सो मीन्स दैट अल्टीमेटली गिव्स अ न्यू क्लॉथ ऑल्सो उद्भवस्थ भविष्य among those who are destined to be prosperous i am the prosperity of those who are going to be prosperous so lord krishna says the prosperity of the prosperous that also i am is because of me that the people gain prosperity kirti shrirvachanayanam smritir medha gradhikshama among the feminine words or qualities i am the kirti fame shrihi wealth vaak speech smriti memory Medha intelligence, dhruti fortitude, shama equanimity. So, among all the feminine qualities, I am these. Or among all the women, I am these six. These six women. These six are these are name of the women also. They are all said to be the uh, wives or consorts of dharma. So they were all given to dharma. So where dharma is, these will be there. <coughs> Then the next verse says. बृहत्साम तथा सामनाम साम गायत्री छंद साम गायत्री छंद साम मसानगशीर्षोहम मसानगशीर्षोहम ऋतूना कुसुमाकूना कुसुमाकृत्साम Sama means the mantras of Sama Veda, and a particular Sama which is called Brahmat Sama. Chanda Sama, I am Gayatri. Among all the meters, I am the Gayatri. Gayatri is a meter, in which most sacred mantras are composed. So the very famous Gayatri is the Gayatri uh, in prayer to Lord Surya the Sun. But then, which for every deity there is a mantra composed in this chanda in the meter Gayatri. So among all the meters, I am Gayatri. Maasana, Margashisha, whom among all the months I am Margashisha. So that's when the year used to begin in the olden days. The year used to begin from Margashisha. Also considered very auspicious months for the worship of the Lord. And special forms of worship are performed during this month. Rutunam kusuma karaha. Among the seasons, I am the spring season. First, nature is very best, which brings the flowers and fragrance and, and joy and happiness. Then next one, Dutam chaleta masmi, Dutam chaleta masmi, Tejas tejas vinamaham, Tejas tejas vinamaham. Jayosmi vyavasayosmi Jayosmi vyavasayosmi Satvam satvavatamaham Satvam satvavatamaham Dutam chalayatamasmi among those which deceive I am the game of dice the master deceiver that also I am But he has no he, he, he has no hesitation in accepting that he is everything <coughs> when he is everything then death also is himself and the one who deceives that also is he and why not in a deceiver the master deceiver i am well with the maya he has created the whole world and deceives everybody anyway and so among them also there is this dutam this is a game of dice tejas tejasvi naam hum and the brilliance of the brilliant jayasmi i am the victor of the victorious 
Vyavasayosmi, I am the Vyavasaya. Vyavasaya means the determination or ascertainment of the truth. So I am the very determination, ascertainment, clarity of those who have that ascertainment. Sattvam Sattvatamaham, I am the Sattva. So that particular disposition of the people who are sattvic. <coughs> then continuing. Vrishninam Vasudevasmi Vrishninam Vasudevasmi Pandavanam Dhananjaya Pandavanam Dhananjaya Muninam Apyaham Vyasaha Muninam Apyaham Vyasaha Kavina Mushana Kavihi Kavina Mushana Kavihi Vrishninam Vasudevasmi Among the Vrishnis I am Vasudeva, he says, you know, I am Vasudeva. So he is his own glory. That's interesting. But then, as manifest in this particular form, now when he says I, he means Brahman, he means he be the Lord of the whole universe. Of that, the form in which he appears as Vasudeva, that also is his glory. Pandavanam, Dhananjaya, among the Pandavas, I am Dhananjaya. Here, you know, among Pandavas, I am you. That means there is no difference between the two. So Krishna Dhananjaya Syatma, Krishna Syatma Dhananjaya, it's said in Mahabharata, Krishna Dhananjaya Syatma, Krishna is Atma of Dhananjaya, Krishna Syatma Dhananjaya and Dhananjaya is Atma of Krishna. I told you the other day, when this question arose once, uh, as to Arjuna said, once they were talking, I think, during, in the course of the Battle of Mahabharata itself, Battle of Kurukshetra, the Lord, what would happen if I am killed? So this kind of dialogue took place among two people, two sets of people. See, on the other side was Karan. He was the commander-in-chief. And he had, a, he had his charioteer whose name was Shalya. And Shalya did not want to become charioteer. He wanted to become the commander. But then Duryodhana asked him to become charioteer instead because he was a very great, skilled charioteer. But the chariot, he never encouraged Karana, he always discouraged him. So Karana asked him, so what will you do if I get killed in this battle? So what will I do? I'll go home, he says, you know. <laughs> I don't think you'll win anyway. So similar dialogue took place between Arjuna and Lord Krishna also. So Arjuna says, Lord, what will you do if I'm, I, I'm killed? He says, what do you mean you're killed? As long as I am there, who can kill you? Nobody can kill you. In case Arjuna understand if you are killed, then nobody will survive. I'll take my discus in my hand and I'll destroy everything. Nobody on the earth can survive because Krishna Dhananjaya Syatma, Krishna Syatma Dhananjaya. Hey Dhananjaya, I'm yourself and you are myself. I cannot live without you. Of course there are one, but this is what he said here, Pandavanam Dhananjaya. Muni Nam Apyam Vyasa. Among all the sages, I am Vyasa. So Vyasa's name also is Krishna, by the way. Vyasa is his title. But his name is Krishna because he was also dark. Black or dark, whatever you call it, you know. So just Krishna was Krishna. Primarily it means black. So also sage Vyasa, whose name was Badarayana, or rather Dvaipayana, he was also black, he was also called Krishna, his name was. So Lord Krishna says, I am among all the sages, I am Vyasa. Kavina, Ushana, Kavi, among all the Kavi, the preceptors, I am Ushana. 
perhaps that's the name of Shukracharya. He was a god, he was a he was a teacher of the demons, was Shukracharya. You heard about him yesterday. Okay, continuing. Dando Damayata Masmi Dando Damayata Masmi Nitirasmi Jagishatam Nitirasmi Jagishatam Maunam Chaivasmi Goshyanam Maunam Chaivasmi Goshyanam Nyanam Nyanavatamaham Nyanam Nyanavatamaham Dando Damayata Masmi Damayata among those who enforce discipline, I am Danda. Danda means that scepter with which you maintain the discipline, you maintain the order. I am the scepter of those who maintain the order. Nidrasmi Jigishatam. Among those, Jigishatam, those who are seeking success, I am Niti. I am the very justice. So Niti. That alone, it will be success, the success will be there only when there is Niti or justice there, or the righteousness, or morality. So niti means actually the right conduct or the so justice also is okay. Maunam Chaivasmi Gukhyanam among the secrets I am Maunam, I am the silence, that's basically of keeping a secret. Jnanam Jnanavatanaham, I am the knowledge of the wise people. Of course when when we understand lot of we the brilliance of the brilliant and knowledge of the wise and everything, what remains for us, you know. Everything is he alone, and whatever that we are is only nothing but due to him only. <coughs> that also is to be understood from this. The next verse. Yacha pisarva bhutanam, yacha pisarva bhutanam, vijam tadaha marjuna, vijam tadaha marjuna, natadastivina yatsyat, natadastivina yatsyat. Maya bhutam characharam, maya bhutam characharam. Yacha visara bhutanam bijam tad aham arjuna. And here arjuna, whatever is the bijam, bijam means seed of the cause. So that which is the cause of all the beings, understand that I am the very cause, which causes everything to happen, which causes everything to happen. And finally, concluding his glory, he says, Natadastivanayasyat maya bhutam characharam. Here, Arjuna, there is nothing charam acharam, sensual and insensual. Mobile or immobile, there is nothing in the universe which would be without me. That means I am the self of all. Remove me from anything, nothing remains. Remove the gold from the ornament, nothing remains. Similarly, also, I am the very self of everything that is sentient and insentient. Now Arjuna wanted Vistarena or Asheshata Vattu Mahasi Asheshataha Lord Krishna you should tell me all the glories without leaving anything without leaving any remainder Lord Krishna says that is not possible says in the 48th verse Nantos Timama Divyanam Nantos Timama Divyanam Vibhuti Nam Parantapa Vibhuti Nam Parantapa Eshatu Deshatah Proktaha Eshatu Deshatah Proktaha Vibhute Vistaromaya Vibhute Vistaromaya Mama Divyana Vibhutina Mantahanasti Parantapa Indeed, there is no end to my extraordinary or divine glories here, Arjuna. Eshatu Deshatah Proktaha Vibhute Vistaromaya 
But this detail, this narration has been given to you, just a little bit of affection and a part of this narration has been given to you of because of the few important ones are narrated here because there is no end to my my glories. As you said yesterday when Goddess Saraswati keeps on writing all the time, still she can never come to an end of describing the glories of the Lord. So then Lord Krishna says here, just briefly, where how can you see me? Whatever I have not said here, Arjuna, and what can I, I mean, how can I detail everything, narrate everything? And so, Lord Krishna says very beautifully here, that whatever is not said by me also, Arjuna, recognize me there, in the verse 41. Yad yad vibhuti mat sattvam, yad yad vibhuti mat sattvam, Shri Madurjita Mevava, Shri Madurjita Mevava, Tattadevavagachatvam, Tattadevavagachatvam, Mamatejam Shasambhavam, Mamatejam Shasambhavam. Yad sattvam, whatever thing, sattvam is existent thing. So whatever it is that there is in this creation, Vibhutimat, that is the glory. Shrimat, endowed with the form of wealth or, or fortune or beauty. Ujitam, endowed with might. So anything that you find in the universe, over and above what I have described to you, anything that you find in the universe, sentient, insentient, inert, conscious, whatever, which has some glory, which has some might, which has some beauty. So, so whenever you find that, Understand that to be tattadevavagachyatvam mamatejam shasambhavam Understand that to be a fraction of my glory alone. All of that coming from the fraction of my glory alone. This is the best thing. Whenever I see any glory, any might, normally I feel jealous. Whenever I see somebody more glorious than me, I'm jealous. Whenever I find somebody mightier than me, I'm jealous. More intelligent than me, more accomplished than me, more successful than me, then what it causes jealousy. Understand that all of that is indeed the glory of the Lord. So when I think that way, oh, this person is so accomplished. Oh, how glorious that is. But that is the glory of the Lord. And he's so intelligent. He's so learned. He's so wise. He's so this. Whatever. Whether they are material glories or even spiritual glories. Somebody so kind, so compassionate. All of these are glories of the Lord. So wherever I find them, I see them as nothing but the manifestation of the, the presence of God alone. And therefore, even if all those objects are described, as we said, since right now most of the objects are, we are, they are they're not relevant in our life because we don't see them, and they are not current in our, our pattern of thinking also, but this is, in this verse, Lord Krishna says, wherever you see any glory, any beauty, any might, Understand that to be manifestation of a fraction of myself only. <coughs> and finally, in the last verse, Lord Krishna says, Athava bahu naitena, Athava bahu naitena, Kimnyatena tavarjuna, Kimnyatena tavarjuna, Vishtabhyahamidam kratsnam, Vishtabhyahamidam kratsnam, Ekam Shenasthito Jagata Ekam Shenasthito Jagata Athava Bahuna Etena Kim Arjuna, 
How long can I keep on describing my glories? And suppose you know all these glories, then also so what? Even if you know all the glories of my and still you know only a part of me. Because whatever is the manifest creation, nothing but a part of me. So what is manifest as creation is only a fraction of him. Tripad, the great, you know, the great dimension of this Lord is, is something that is not manifest. It's that which is to be discovered as my own self. So Arjuna, so even if you know all these goals, then also so what? Vishtabhyamadam Krishnam I remain pervading this entire world with one part of myself. So part is not meant as part, what is meant is that what you see here is of course myself. But I am not confined to this. All of this is nothing but myself, for this is my manifestation through Maya. But I remain in the very substratum. So whatever you perceive is of course my glory with all what is going to be limited. But understand that, so this becomes the, this is the first step. Here, Arjuna, first of all, recognize me in these limited manifestations of mine. Recognize that whatever is manifest and whatever is the experience is nothing but my glory. So, as he said, the purpose of describing the glories is so that we can think of the Lord. Katham vidyam aham yogin tvam sada parichintyan. How is it that I can think, think of you all the time and then come to know you? So, first I come to know the Lord as manifest in names and forms. <coughs> So one knows my vihuti, the glories, and also my power, he knows me. But ultimately that knowledge of the Lord with form and with attributes becomes a means of knowing him as a Lord that is beyond all the names and attributes as my own self. So therefore, Arjuna, after knowing all these glories, may you know that I am the self of all, I'm the self of everything that is beyond this name and form and I, the one who is the substratum of this universe, remain sustaining the whole universe as a part of me. Part means as an aspect of me alone. So the Lord with attributes is, is no doubt the, the one that becomes aid for me to know the Lord that is beyond the attributes as myself. So Arjuna, gain this knowledge so that it becomes a means for you to know me as your very self. <coughs> this Lord must say, this must be said, that the purpose of all the glories ultimately is to know the Lord as the very self. That's the greatest glory. Ahamatma Gurakesha Sarabhuta Here Gurakesha, I remain as the self of all the beings. And that's how ultimately he is to be known. For which knowing the glory, Lord possessed of the glories becomes a means of ultimately knowing him as my own self. <coughs> and thus Lord Krishna completes the tenth chapter. I'll recite, you please repeat the the last statement here. Om Tatsada Om Tatsada Idishrimad Bhagavad Gita so Idishrimad Bhagavad Gita so Upanishatsu, Upanishatsu, Brahma Vidyayam, Brahma Vidyayam, Yoga Shastre, Yoga Shastre, Shri Krishna Arjuna Samvade, Shri Krishna Arjuna Samvade, Vibhuti Yoga Nama, Vibhuti Yoga Nama, 
ஆரம்பிக்கிறார் And Brahma Vidya is when the Lord is unfolded as the very self. So, Yoga, Brahma Vidya also was told here in this chapter as well as Yoga Shastra in Bhagavad Gita, which are the Upanishads, this 10th chapter is completed. Sarva Dharman Parityajya Sarva Dharman Parityajya Mamekam Sharanam Raja Mamekam Sharanam Raja அஹந்தோஷயூர்ணமாதாயூர்ணமேவசிஷ்ய ஓஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்தேஷாந்த